Hello and welcome to For the Love of Beer podcast. I am Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend, Mark Harley-Johnson. Hello and Ling Hao to you. Ling Hao to you. Well, listener, we've got a beer today which is a brand new, never before drank um, off our bucket list. I'm very excited about it. Um, there's some debate. Obviously, the, the whole purpose of our bucket list is to drink 100 different beers from 100 different countries. For those of you that are new to the show, welcome. Um, however, this is the first beer we've had where there's actually a debate as to whether it's actually a country or not. I mean, it's on the list, so we have to drink it and we're, we're playing by the rules. But there is there is some debate as to whether it's actually a country or not, which I'll, I'll get to later. Um, See, I don't really know very much about that, so I'm going to learn something new today, I think. You're about to find out. So anyway, so the beer for this episode is Taiwan beer um, from, you guessed it, Taiwan. Um, Mark, why don't you talk the listener through um, what I think is a classic, beautiful can. Um, sort of wavy, goldy, silvery white sort of grey lines in it sort of all over it and then nice green oval Taiwan beer across the middle gold medal no less on the Monda selection in Brussels um, I can't quite see the years on there um, but it's clearly done good things yeah it's gold, uh, gold medal 97 and I think 2002 2003 oh so quite a modern one then really um, so yeah, distinctive flavour lager beer. And just looking into a little bit of research, it seems that their main aim is to be um, a beer that's distinctive and therefore is obviously going to stand out and make you remember it, which I hope we do for the right reasons today. Yes. And, and one, of their, one of their slogans is, was it any, any occasion, any time? Which... Ooh. We may have to put that to the test later and maybe hypothesise. Mm. As we do. This has been imported by Milk Tea and Pearl Limited, Regent Street, London. It's bizarre, isn't it? Yes. And did, was, it, was it Facebook where we discovered this? Yeah, it was. It came up as an advert um, on the Taiwan Beer website. They've got like, their own English website. I don't know if this is something to do with that importer or what i don't really know but yeah their own website and it's out of date uh, mid-march so um, basically i ended up buying 24 cans of this um so we've got a month in fact it's a month today isn't it actually yeah yes a month today to nail the rest of these so i've sort of distributed a few so i've probably got about 18 left or something like that i felt um, like we've had a a really lean streak of beers or trying to yeah. beers and this thing just crops up out of nowhere like some sort of heavenly like sign all of a sudden this beer was like just just sticking out an advert on Facebook it's bizarre I thought it was one of those I thought was going to be absolutely impossible but it was just sitting there waiting it wasn't particularly expensive um it was just there I mean I, I would rather have not bought 24 of them but you know <laughs> well, per can tastes yeah, I mean, per can, it was not expensive. I'm a good friend, Matt, was the one that initially dropped on this. He dropped as a line. Um, anyway, long story, but he's he wasn't overly keen on it. Wow. Um, should we crack so, it and find out for ourselves? I think we should, yeah. So this is Taiwan beer. It's 
brewed by the Taiwan Tobacco Liquor Corporation, TTL for short. Um, it's a state-owned brewery. Exactly. Um, so mm, here we go. Oh, it's different, isn't it? It is different. It's um, what a weird taste. Doesn't taste lagery, does it? It's no, it doesn't, and it has like um, even though it's sort of like frothed up, there's no, there's not a lot of fizz to it, is there? Do you know what? It feels foamy in my mouth. I thought that was what you were going to say. Actually, it, it's it light. feels it's light. It feels foamy like it's without, expanded. It's light and foamy without being fizzy. Almost more like an ale. Yeah, it feels like it's expanded in my mouth, like expanding foam. I've sort of squeezed it in there, and it's just gone everywhere. Like Diet Coke does compared to normal Coke. <laughs> yeah. So Taiwan beer you know is amber lager beer with a distinct taste produced by the addition of locally produced Pon Lai rice, uh, also known as Formosa rice. Um, Formosa is another beer that we're after, actually. I wonder if that's anything to do with it. Formosa? Um, yeah, it's another name for... Um, oh, what's the... Oh. Is it? Gallo. Is it Gallo that we're after? Is it Guatemala, oh, Gallo? Because Formosa was um, the original name for Taiwan. Oh. Going way back. Taiwan was called Formosa. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway. So it's 5%. We're drinking a 330ml can. Uh, say the taste is not... I wouldn't say it's blinding. It's, it's not an instantly remember memorable well it is memorable isn't it I'd say actually but it's not fantastic is it yeah it's been going since 1919 so it's had a good innings it's obviously coming up to well just past 100 years 102 years hmm indifferent I'd say is the first thoughts on this thing it's not it's it's not up there with the top it's not it's not in, in an elite tier which is kind mm. of a shame because I, I really like the can I really like the, it, it looks like a good you know a good common man's beer. Do you know what I mean? It's a state-owned brewery, isn't it, CTL? Um, yeah. So a bit of a communist beer. Um, ah, well, that's where you're wrong. So Taiwan. So, so the reason why... So Taiwan is a bit of a weird one. Probably one of the weirdest countries um, uh, in the world. Because, Go on. Um, Taiwan is... is exists to its own people but not in the eyes of most of the world so for most of the world taiwan is just an extension of or island um within china so it sort of sits off the southeast coast yeah uh, however china claimed that it is theirs um but taiwan itself um acts acts as an independent nation and is a democratic nation. So whereas China obviously has the Communist Party that, that runs it, Taiwan is like the 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 sort of the um, what do you call it? The ugly stepchild that basically does things different. Um, oh. A bit like Kevin Bacon rolling into town in Footloose and wanting to dance, and China is like the um, whoever the guy was in Footloose that was telling Kevin Bacon not to dance. Well, I'm just having a look at at, um, at the map here, and it's it seems quite a big country, actually. I mean, obviously, it's nowhere near the size of China, but no, no, it's got about 29 million people. Um, 
it, it's, it's a big nation, but the problem is, is that because of China's weight in the world, because China is so powerful, um, and obviously in terms of almost virtually all countries in the world trade with China or rely on China for production or, or one thing or another, that um, that, that basically countries are for political reasons don't recognise Taiwan to basically to to be sucking up to China. So, for example, the UK doesn't recognise Taiwan as a country. Um, really? Yeah, wow. virtually. And, and even countries in the EU, Germany, France, well, a lot of the major countries don't recognise Taiwan as a country. I think there might only be one or two countries in the whole of the EU that actually recognise Taiwan. The rest basically just, uh, just think of it as a part of China. So basically, it's like... Um, like the Isle of Wight is what the world see it as, whereas they want to be seen as the Northern Ireland, sort of separate. Or in, in their eyes, they, they're sort of well ahead of Scotland and they've already left China. Tegsit. Yeah. Mm, how bizarre. I didn't really know much about Taiwan. I've never really had any reason to, to be honest with you. But it, seems like, it seems like one of those countries that could be, that could be a lot more... And it has bigger potential, but is kind yeah. of um, living sort of in the shadow of China and 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 under sort of this cloud of 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 feeling like it's imminently about to be like attacked or invaded or or whatever else. Um, but no, but it's a very it's a very progressive country. It's the first Asian country, I think, to um, to legalize gay marriage. Um, they've got. Let's um, say that they're a, they're a democratic country, so that they're they're a, a polar opposite in terms of the freedoms of opposite people than what China do, which is seems quite a progressive place, doesn't it? Massively, yeah, massively. It's it's in terms of um, it's definitely more European in its in its culture in, in terms of where its politics are and where it's kind of um, a lot more Westernized. Um, than, than China, obviously, um, which China obviously hates because um, China, you know, it's this big piece of land that they feel is theirs that they want to basically claim back. Um, well, interestingly, considering it's so close to Wuhan, um, is there number of coronavirus deaths? Is it something stupid, like less than 10? Yeah, it's nine. Nine deaths. Yeah. 29 million people and nine people died. So they've had 937 cases and only nine of them are dead. How crazy is that? Yet we are on 4.06 million cases and we've got 118,000 dead. Travel's when we're, yeah. we're, what, a third bigger country? We're, How bizarre. Yeah, we're probably about... Well, land mass, we're probably smaller, but population-wise... I think we're yeah we're about seventy odd million, aren't we? So, um, yeah. So it shows how how badly we fucked it. But then I suppose travel is the big thing, isn't it? Because somewhere like Taiwan, you're going to have less less international travel in and out than what we have. Or we're we're much more of a hub. And because we didn't yeah. do anything about that in terms of regulating travel and who's coming in and out and who gets tested and quarantining and all this, um, that's part of the reason why we've so so severely fucked it and why we're still. However many months on now, nearly a year now, and we're still sat here on Zoom 
doing this instead of being able to just sit together with a beer. Yeah. I mean, everyone goes on about how well Australia and New Zealand have done, but Taiwan is the place to be looking at. Like, Tsai Ing- Oh, yeah. Tsai Ing-wen is the name of the woman president. Um, or is it Taiwanese politician, academic student, yeah, yeah, no, president female, it's definitely president female of China. Yeah. yeah, seventh president of the Republic of China, brackets Taiwan. So, hmm. but, um, but it's all very confusing, this stuff, isn't it? That's what I mean, because it's like, because the stuff you read about it, it's like, it, it's China, but it's not. It, it's what I mean. So it's this like when Wales have got devolved um, responsibility, haven't they? It's a, Is it yeah, that sort of thing? It's sort of different, though, because it's not like, it's not like, um, you know, with, with the UK and the way that's kind of made up, like Scotland could break off whatever, and we devolve, England, say, devolves power to Scotland. Um, you know, the, the Taiwan is like, you know, China don't really have any say in terms of how Taiwan um, runs itself. It's, it's more the land. It's, it's more the idea, the, the idea of the island itself that China views that as its territory, as, its, as, as part of itself. Whereas, obviously, the people that inhabit it, almost a bit, a bit like a Gibraltar and Spain type thing. Um, mm. You know, it's it's maybe a little bit like that, but but obviously the, with with this, it's a lot more like um, it's a lot more tense because China. Remember, was it how many years ago was it now? Because we talked about Russia, didn't we? Remember, we did the Russian beer and Putin's wine thing. He drank that. Yeah. <laughs> um, when they invaded um, Crimea. Yeah. Well, it's. It, Basically, China, they, they, they say that China could do something similar with Taiwan, that basically they could just occupy it and then and just hope basically the world turns a blind eye because they just don't want the hassle of, of having to intervene. Um, and, uh, you know, Taiwan has, has, a, has, a, has a, a pretty beefy military for its size. And I think they and the Americans that sell them stuff. Um, and being an island, it could probably defend itself um, to a point. But they reckon that that China, China's coming up to some sort of big anniversary of existence or whatever. And they say that there's like a ten year window that we that we're now in, where it needs to occupy, it needs to occupy Taiwan and have and have like a war and have it done and dusted by say, twenty forty nine or something like that. For this anniversary, basically, to bring it into one China, which is you know this idea that all of the territories are there, so Hong Kong, Taiwan, etc., it all falls under that umbrella of one China. So at some point, it's going to kick off. It just depends on whether the world kind of just says okay um, and doesn't want to mess with China, or whether they say it's not okay and decide, and the Americans decide to kind of get into it. Which Depends then, who's in office at that exact point, I suppose, in America, doesn't it? A little bit, but then it's, but I think regardless of as bad as, as Trump, obviously, you know, the orange twat is, 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 is one thing, but the actual foreign policy, certain foreign policy stuff, I don't think will change that much. So I think that it would, when it comes to things like China and Russia and well, the Russian's different, I suppose it'd be harder on Russia now, but China, I get the feeling, I don't think they'd take any shit. Um, mm. but I, China. We'll I mean, you know, 2020 was the year of um, 
coronavirus. 2021 <clears throat> is the year of more coronavirus. Maybe throw in a nuclear war. Why not? Well, it's going to happen at some point, isn't it, during our lifetime? Well, you know, you think 2020 is set, a, set a, a high standard for the amount of shit that people can deal with in one year. Yeah. So maybe, you know, it's a case of 2021, it kind of needs something bigger to up the ante. Um, but I mean, to be fair, 2021—it's you know, obviously been a been a shit start. But one of the best things about this year so far, I would say, is is that they have decided to um, remaster and re-release the original series of Baywatch. They're rerunning on UK TV, which I am. Are they really? Yeah, honestly, it's on Comedy Central, and they've like remastered the. Um, it, so it looks like it was made yesterday. Obviously, besides what oh. everyone's wearing and stuff. But it looks absolutely pristine. So all those Pally in full HD montages, tits everywhere. Oh. I mean, I was watching an episode last night, and it was. I mean, they tackled. Um, there was a hot air balloon. There was a cop on a horse. There was a quad bike chase. There was someone <laughs> developed an eating disorder. Um, two surfers had a fight. Um, it, it's just. There was one episode where David Hasselhoff had to fight a shark. And they got stranded on a desert island. I mean, <laughs> honestly, it is, I forgot how incredible it was. Like, it, just so much shit happens, and yet nothing happens. It's just like... It's great. Did they try bringing it back a few years ago? They, named, they made a film, but it was shit, because they, they, they put, like, uh, The Rock or whatever, and it, it, was, yeah, it just wasn't really good. It, it, it's very of its time. There's some right. things you just shouldn't... That just don't work in the modern day. You look, you watch it like a time as a, like a time capsule, <laughs> like a weird, disgusting time capsule of like what we were back then. I um, love that era, though. I really do. Oh, you've got to honestly, you've got to rediscover it. It's so much better than you remember. Because I watched it when I was a kid, and it was just like women in bathing suits and stuff, and it was like montages. Yeah, it was like you watch it without thinking, and you kind of admire the the, the pretty people. Now it's like this whole as an adult watching it now, there's whole other layers of fun to it, and just there's just it's just so good. I mean, there was within the space of two episodes, so a few episodes. David Hasselhoff was um, marooned on a desert island. Then there was one where he got paralysed, and then about two episodes later, he was fighting to the death in a kickboxing competition. It's like it's just <laughs> it's just insane, absolutely insane. Do you think, do you think the Hoff would drink Taiwan beer? I think he'd drink whatever's going. He's he's he, he was he's had he's been um, a, a lush for years, hasn't he? Um, did you know? Actually, um, David Hasselhoff follows me on Twitter. Does he? He does. How's that come about? He does. Um, I think it was just in, in the early days because I was on Twitter. I don't know about I don't know how long you've been on it, but I've been on Twitter since about two thousand and eight. Pretty much since it's pretty much not far, yeah not that far off when it started. And um, and I think he, for whatever reason, I think I don't know why he was one of the first first people that I followed. Um, wow! And he followed me back, and I was like, "Oh, Sam!" <laughs> and it, and Obviously, he, and saw he, something that he liked, <laughs> and he has ever since. So, wow! Yeah. Well, well, well. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Wow. Oh, fair play. I don't even follow him. I might have to go on to it tonight. Yeah, I mean, he he, he does tweet the odd football stuff and. And uh, rug, rugby, which is a bit of a downer. Uh, he seems like a nice guy. Nice guy. I reckon guy. I, could have, I um, could have a good beer with him. 
yeah, likes to drink probably a bit too much, but seems like a genuinely nice guy. Doesn't take himself too seriously. That's um, what you want, isn't it? And obviously, uh, musical genius was there for the was there for the fall of the Berlin Wall. Um, helped bring about the end of the Cold War. Um, um, talking about musical genius, have you ever heard of a song um, "Get in My Car"? Um, what the hassle by? Yeah, yeah, by the Hoff, yeah. I'd never yeah. heard it. A couple of years back when I was training, um, um, driver training, it came up as a just one of them sort of conversations, and it's proper... If you watch the video, it's really sort of... Oh, it's awful, isn't it? Pervy, nonsy. It's dreadful yeah. video, isn't it? I'll have to post using, it. Isn't he using, like, Kit from Knight Rider, basically, as, like, a nonsense oh. where he's trying to get... <laughs> <laughs> trying to get his go. women in. <laughs> Here we go, I've got it on. Jump in my car. Oh, hang on a minute, I've got ads coming up. YouTube's bloody dreadful at the moment, isn't it, for adverts? 12 seconds, pre- just talk premium, between ourselves. I've got a premium, I've had a premium trial of YouTube when I changed my phone for like, so I've got four months of YouTube premium. And right. it is like the best thing in the world ever. Yet when it ends, there's absolutely no fucking way I'm paying 12 quid a month for it. Is that how much it is, just it's to not have ridiculous. adverts? ridiculous. Just to get rid of ads, because there's hardly any it, premium content on there. It never used to be full of ads, did it? From what I can remember. No, I'm sure know. not before every single video, anyway. No, it steadily got worse and worse. Here we go. Oh, wow, how noncy is this? I'm not sure people can hear it. Just in case anyone's not heard this song before. Basically, he's just wearing his leather jacket. Yeah, the sound, the sound's not working, mate. Is it not? No. no. Turn it down a little bit. It's there not working. Right. Oh, that's, that's fucked me. It's me just fun. Segue then, on it? I, might, right, have to, I uh, might have to even just cut that bit out. It works so badly. <laughs> right, okay. Anyway, yeah, he's basically he's just standing around his car in his leather jacket with three pretty women just telling him to get in his car. Just nonsensically looking at the camera. So, there we go. Jump in my car. There we go. I'm going to listen to that in the background on my own now. <laughs> But while we're at it, I did have another YouTube video set up, but it's not going to work now, so I don't really know what we're going to do for it. But, um, Beethoven. Yes. Do you know much Beethoven? Um, I, I can't say I did. But anyway, for Elise, I don't know if I said it right. I'm not German. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Everyone knows the tune, don't they? Yeah. Did you know in Taiwan, right? The bin lorries or trash can lorries or whatever they call them. They're not American, man. Yeah, they're not, are they? Anyway, (laughs) so anyway, the bin lorries in Taiwan. Um, you don't put your bin out ready for the bin men to sort of roll and then just chuck back towards you your driveway. Yeah. Um, the lorries drive round playing for at least by Beethoven. And then when you hear it sort of, a bit like an ice cream van. So yeah. when you hear it like coming around the corner, you go out, chuck your rubbish in yourself. Wow. Um, and then off it goes. How cool is that? God, can you imagine hearing the jingle like kids and it's like instead of the ice cream man, it's like, the bin men are here, the bin men are here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. rushing out the it's door. Like, it's like the world's coolest like bin lorry, isn't it? I think it's well cool. Mummy, mummy, can I throw out your tampons? Mummy. <laughs> There's nothing tacky like Jump in My Car by um, The Hoff. That's classic. You know, they're, they're, keeping classic. It, they're keeping it classy, aren't they? 
Yeah, they okay. must have to pay a certain amount for like the musical rights for it or something. I'll throw you, I'll throw um, you a question. I was well impressed. You're an ice cream man, yeah? Or a bin yeah. man, whatever. And you're driving around doing doing your rounds. Yeah. What is your go-to ice cream van jingle? So it's going to be... Oh, God. So it's a song that's obviously going to be like an ice cream van version of it, with sort of a twinkly, twinkly version. Um, I mean, are we talking the sort of, like, the kids' songs that they have on there? or, or Whatever is this you want. In, Whatever you want. In, in anything. Oh, God. Oh, now we're talking. Um, I'll tell you what I'd have is the theme tune from Grand Designs. Really? Yeah. What the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Um, I don't know. I was thinking something a bit more lowbrow than that. Uh, <laughs> I, I was probably going to go something along the lines of... Um, the Venga bus is coming by the Venga boys. Good shout. You can't, you can't knock the Venga boys for stuff like that. <laughs> the ice cream man is coming. And I really see it would just. That would work really well. You're right, yeah. Breaking it in. Yeah. Especially That'd the big, be for the... like, do the big ones, you know, big like summer fates and stuff. We have a few like ice cream vans pitch up and I've got that on. You could have like competitions between them, couldn't you? Yeah. I mean, what they'd be better off doing if they were like at um, the Fab Festival in Middlewich, around the corner from your house. So you got loads of ice cream vans lined up. They'd be best off having like a DJ at each ice cream van and competing for the custom. That's yeah. what I'd do. You know, if I was competing, um, I'd get you know someone that's got the right era of music for that scenario. Um, get everyone down to your ice cream van, burger van, whatever it is. You know what I'd also do is I'd undercut the competition because a 99 flake should be 99p. Yeah. Or a pound. But they don't like that though, do they? If you're, you tread on each other's toes as an ice cream man or a um, window cleaner or all them sort of territorial things, they yeah. don't like it. They don't like have, it often. We have so. three different window cleaners on, on our street. Three different windows yeah. that operate. It's, it's a heavy what are the price is like. Uh, so my fronts, fronts and backs, once a once a month. I think it was about seven quid a month. It came out at to do front and back for one clean. Yeah, seven pound a month. I mean, what water are they using for that? Jesus. Well, one of the guys, the, the, we had a guy for a while, and he had like one of those like. Um, big like extendable telescopic brushes and the water would come out of that yeah um, yeah and then he let and then he left he basically had a falling out with the guy that he worked with and then split it off into a fourth window cleaner now that operates on the street it was basically still <laughs> a bucket type and then and then um and then he sort of went quiet and then um, didn't turn up or whatever and then we fucked him off but yeah <laughs> that's that's the window cleaning situation on my on my street just for the people out there who wanted to know so this is a beer for anyone at any time. Any occasion, is that what you said? Any time. Do you think Beethoven would drink it while Beethoven, he's chucking his... um when finishing his fifth symphony? Well, it's any occasion yeah. at the time, so yes. Um, would you say... Um, ooh, uh, a monk? <laughs> um, I don't know. 
rollerblading <laughs> in a park. And it's any occasion, any time. So yes, he yes, they would drink it. I mean, if a monk rollerblading in a park would want any beer, well, well, would want a beer for that occasion, then it's going to be this one that he picks because any occasion, any time. That's exactly that is what it's made for. Any I mean, occasion, I, I don't anytime. think I don't think the quality of the beer lives up to that slogan at all. No, but you have to take I mean, it, the word. It's not world beating, is it? But it's not dreadful. It's not dreadful. It 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 does. Well, the one thing I will give it some some credit, and it does have a distinctive taste. And yeah, obviously this it Formosa does. rice, the rice they're using, um, obviously gives it that. So, it, um, can I just mention? Sorry, by the way, about oh, Formosa, yeah. I incorrectly said about Gallo, the Guatemalan beer. Yeah. It's actually Famosa. So I wasn't right. far off. It was just a slight sort of dyslexic moment. It's Famosa Gallo, same beer from Guatemala. But we can't get it. So, but anyway. But that's yeah, where we Formosa. need you, the listener, to come in. So, if you live in Guatemala, who know anyone who does, yeah, get in touch with us. Yeah, please do. Yeah, we can send you some beers back over. Oh, yeah, we'd happily send you some of our finest carling. Yeah. <laughs> As a token of our appreciation. Yeah. Um, barbecue beer. I'm bas- I'm, yeah. Oh, barbecue. Okay. Barbecue first, I think. Yeah, barbecue first. Yeah. Um, so, this is a tricky one. Yeah, I agree. I like the working man. It does have a barbecue feel to it, but it lacks the quality of other barbecue beers that we have heralded in the past. Do you think that the time when these people have barbecues? Yes. What do they cook on them then? All sorts. I don't mean Burgers? like, I'm not stereotyping saying they eat dogs and whatever. I'm just saying. <laughs> Not getting into that. That's the career. It wasn't what it said. <laughs> um, uh, but um, no, no. I think we'll stuff out this whole before we get cancelled. Um, Asian street food and stuff. They, there's all sorts of. Um, I've seen. Video, I mean, they do things like fry ups and bacon and sausage, burgers and all sorts. They do a lot of westernised okay. stuff that we're used to. Okay, fair enough. Um, in that case, then. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether I'd distribute this amongst the barbecue but certainly the Taiwanese people apparently it's the best selling beer over there so it's obviously going to be, and you know, be cheap. being distributed you'd have, thought, but you'd have thought it'd be cheap as well you'd think so but I mean do they view it as being the Carlin of Taiwan Quite I mean, possibly the one the one thing obviously that, that does that, that that does it credit is um, obviously Taiwan are um, directly opposed with China China's beer was snow. This is oh. a lot better than snow. This is twice the beer that snow is. Miles. Yes, so definitely. I even agree. Even though it's not a great beer, it's still, you know, it still sort of highlights Taiwan as being a much better country than China. Mm. I mean, I've got, like I said, there's probably about 18, if not more, of these left. Um, come Saturday night, I'll, I mean, I'm not going to be disappointed about drinking them because it's perfectly drinkable. There's worse things to me. Yeah, I mean, if you want to give it a go, give it a go to the listener, yeah, is what I'm saying. It's I'd say, fine. I'd say barbecue by our standards, maybe not. Mm. Maybe it's not, not one that's going to impress people, is it? Doesn't quite make it. Um, well, I think it's interesting, but yeah, uh, there's other things I'd probably rather serve a barbecue than this. Yeah, it's interesting. 
And as far as the ambassador's concerned, you can't touch it with a barge pole. He's creating. He can't. He's creating an international incident. But the thing is, it's a beer for any occasion, isn't it? At any time. Oh, yeah, any occasion, any time. Even if it's like, God, imagine if you're like, what's the guy, the, the Chinese guy that looks like Winnie the Pooh? Xi Jinping. <laughs> Xi Jinping is there at the ambassador's reception and he's basically poured a pint of this. I mean, that's World <laughs> War Three instantly, isn't it? That's get, the ambassador is in hot water. It's quite a strong claim to make, isn't it? Any, you know, a beer for any occasion, any time. But I'm sure the ambassador has always thought with his life of international intrigue and, you know, doing things sometimes that aren't always, you know, above board, that he'll he'll have a have a thought that one of these days when shit hits the fan, you know, he'll give it all up for this sort of bullshit about somewhere where he can live in, like that. where he can live quietly with his with his with his money and his. Uh, and his Ferrero Rocher. And his yeah. Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Taiwan, done. Yeah, done. Yeah. Oh, are we going to rate it? Let's rate it. I think, I think we should. I mean, it's a pretty boring country, isn't it, to be fair? I mean, it's... Yeah. I, I don't... But... Mm. Well, I say a little. I mean, the problem is, is that because it's not... Kind of, because only about nine countries in the world recognise it as a country. Like, it's not in the UN. It's not in the UN. Yeah. It's not part of the um, uh, World Health Organization. It doesn't. It doesn't have. It has no real foothold in interna- in international diplomacy because it because so many countries refuse to admit it exists. Like America. Well, we're going. Yeah. We're going to have this again because Nepal is the same situation, isn't it? It is. Oh God, this is the yeah, yeah. That's true. That is true. Well, if we ever manage to get it, obviously, yeah, we'll cross that bridge um, if we get there. Um, yeah, but okay. Let's rate this beer then. Let, let's let's uh, let's see what we're gonna give it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Are we ready? We're doing fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers. Three, two, one. Oh yeah, in perfect agreement there. Solid six. Yeah, yeah, you can't fault Solid it really. Six. It has it has enough distinctiveness about it, um, without being unpleasant to lift it above the sort of the the median of five, the average. Um, mm. it's alright it's just anyone needs any do please give us a shout because I have got quite a few in stock <laughs> but you'll need to have it before the middle of March yes um, right there we so go Time that, that's it from us so um, wherever you are in the world um, stay safe um, thanks again for, for listening um, to those of you we're getting um, quite a few listeners in America at the moment so uh, howdy to you guys um, <laughs> they say over there, isn't it? I don't know. Um, How are you all? Yeah, um, but no, no, uh, but um, but but uh, big thanks to those who've been listening and, and reaching out to us. Um, we'll be back with something, I don't know what at the moment, um, because it's getting thin on the ground, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, can I just say that was um, seven beer 75 of 100, that was three quarters 25? of the way there. Wow, I knew there wow. was something interesting that I had to tell you tonight. Why didn't you leave with that at the top of the show? <laughs> well, because I'm leaving on a high note. <laughs> Definitely ending on a high. Well, there we are. Three yeah. quarters of the way there. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, wow, wow, wow. Okay, so, um, uh, uh, Mark, socials, where can people find us? Um, at FTLB Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, don't forget to give us a five-star review, Apple Podcasts. 
It sounds like we've got quite a few American listeners at the moment. All well and good. Keep putting the word out there, retweets and whatever you do. I don't yeah, really understand it. But, yeah. jazz. We love all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, give it a go. Uh, yeah, once again, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another beer. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast.